Good day. I want to speak to you today about what does the cross really mean. And before I begin, I want to have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we are grateful for another day. Thank you for all your blessings. Thank you, Lord, for <clears throat> your word and ask you to bless it. Uh, pray you will be drawn close to you through it. And uh, we pray for our our nation, what it's going through now. Pray for uh, those that are having problems with the virus. And uh, pray that you will take this virus away. And I ask you, Lord, to bless our church, especially those that are listening to this message today. And I ask you to uh, just be with us as we try to go from day to day and do the best we can for you. We thank you for Jesus and him going to the cross for us and uh, saving our souls. We pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. I'll be reading from Matthew 26 and verse 39. What does the cross really mean? And he went a little farther and fell on his face. And he prayed, saying, O my Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but thou will. You know, when people go throughout the world, they, they see many churches with steeples. When the communists tried to outlaw religion in Russia and in Eastern Europe, they forgot that the cross was on many of their churches and their cathedrals. And also, the cross is worn on the necks of many people, but they don't know what it means. So what does it mean to you today? Well, first, I'd like to say that it means the death of God's Son. Remember one thing we can rejoice over, that he did not stay dead. The second thing I want to mention is the cross shows us the depths of our sin, or our sins. We don't realize what sin is in the sight of God, how deeply it offends him and how it separates us from him. Before Jesus went to the cross, he prayed uh, in Gethsemane. He was agonizing and, and sorrowful. Uh, he, and he prayed to God when I read verse 39. And he went a little farther and fell on his face and he prayed saying, Oh Father, if it be possible that this cup Pass from me, nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. He looked into the cup, and what did he see in the cup? He saw the sins of the whole world. He saw murder, war, racial prejudice, adultery, lying, fraud, a world out of control, filled with sin. And people asked the question, well, what is sin? Sin is coming short of God's righteousness. God is righteous and holy, and he can't look upon sin. When God looks at us, what does he see? Well, we go to church, we pray, we're 
good moral people. I was I was reading an article the other day, and I ran across this about a lady that she was a, a good person. She had been in church all her life, helped in the community, uh, and did lots of things, you know, for people, and and uh, and loved to go to church and all these things. But uh, one day when she was sitting in the a church service. Uh, the preacher was preaching about sin and all of a sudden she just kind of realized that the Holy Spirit spoke to her and told her she was a sinner. And she realized, and when she realized that she was a sinner, uh, and she'd never really thought about it before apparently because she was raised in the church and always went to church, uh, she got saved. And so... When God looks at us through his righteousness and he sees in all of us the defects, that is, he sees our sins. Scripture says all of sin that comes short of the glory of God. The Bible also says that sin is breaking the Ten Commandments. We're not to worship idols. We're to honor our parents. We're not to steal and cheat. We're not to commit adultery and lie and commit fraud. And, and there's more and more. But the Bible says that we're sinners by nature and by choice. James chapter 4, verse 1 through 3. It says, From whence comes wars and fighting among you? Come they not hence even of your lust that war in your members? Ye lust and have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. You fight in war, yet ye have not, ye have not because ye ask not. Ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss that you may consume it upon your lust. And that sounds like a lot, a lot of what's going on uh, in our nation today with this rioting and such. But we are... All of that that I mentioned, sin has affected our minds. You see, Scripture says in 1 Corinthians 2.14, The natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Sin also affects your will. John 8.34 says, Whoever commits sin is a slave to sin. There are a lot of habits we, we need to get rid of. You'd like to, but you have no power to do it. You're, you're a slave. There seems to be no escape. But Jesus said, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Because Jesus said, that he was the truth in John 14, verse 6. I'm the way and the truth, he said. Sin also affects your conscience. Every one of us has a conscience. Sometimes a little light comes on every time we, we sin against God. But you can have a conscience that doesn't work any longer. Listen. Maybe you've come... You've gone against your conscience so long that it's dead. 
You're no longer shocked over or offended by sin around you or or sin uh, in your own life. Also, that we must realize there's a penalty to sin. The Bible says the wages of sin is death. The cross says to the world, you're a sinner. You're under the sentence of death. That means spiritual death, eternal death. But not only does the cross show us our sins, listen, it also shows us the love of God. God says today, I love you. No matter what you've done, how bad you've been, he says, I love you. And the death of Christ is what makes the good news. God is saying to you, I love you. I forgive you because of what Jesus did on the cross. See, the cross is a pardon. It is a reprieve from death for people who don't deserve it. None of us deserve to be saved. None of us deserve to go to heaven. But we have to remember that God is love. And when he accepts his son, we get to do that. God is grace and God is mercy. Grace means something we don't deserve. And we don't deserve God's grace. But his grace is greater than all of our sins because of the cross. Father, we thank you for this message. Thank you for the cross at Calvary that Jesus was willing to go and to die on that cross for us. We thank you, Lord, for saving us. And if there's anyone here that hears this message and realizes that they are not saved, that they will get saved before it's too late. But we pray, Lord, for uh, your blessings on their lives. Again, we thank you for the day. Thank you for loving us, for taking care of us, for being there when we need you. We pray this prayer with the forgiveness of our sins. In Jesus' name, amen.